Hey everybody, welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a Scottish comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. No, no, <laughs> that went, wow, we are 10 seconds into the episode and it is off the rails and you know what? I'm not sorry, but what I am is Misty Stinnett. And across from me mm-hmm, is Lisa Linky, and she just popped her head up like she was a prairie dog after the winter. This is a podcast where we <laughs> – she popped up again. Stop it. This is a podcast where we review a popular self-help book each episode, and we talk about the main points and how we feel about it. If you like what you hear, you can buy the book and enjoy it, and if you don't, who cares? The point is we're reading the books so that you can go on with your busy life while still getting the perspective-altering self-help advice you've been craving. Now, what I just described are our full frontal Friday episodes. They come out on Fridays. But this, as you may have noticed, if you're listening live, is a Tuesday episode. And this is what we lovingly refer to as the weekly beef And on these Tuesday episodes, we cover anything and everything that is not a self-help book. And it is delightful. And it is a wild, crazy world out there filled with great advice and terrible, unspeakable horrors. So we also recently launched a Patreon that has been so much fun. And our Patreon is a way to support the podcast. All of the funds go directly to production costs for the podcast. And this is where we are doing deep dive video episodes every single week where Lisa and I assign something to each other to try from the books we've read. And these Mm -hmm. are some of my favorite conversations we've ever had because they're unedited, they are thought-provoking, they are fun. We've cried, we've laughed, we've talked about very adult things and not so adult things. (laughs) And on our last deep dive, Lisa, I assigned you homework from The Mastery of Love. And it was all about how to cultivate more self-compassion and more self-love. And I asked you to write down what your inner critic is saying in a moment that you're feeling badly, but just for like 30 seconds. Like if you notice, oh, I'm being hard on myself. Just write it down for 30 seconds. And that spawned a really interesting conversation. So those deep dive video episodes are available to you anytime you join Patreon at any tier. So you can check them mm-hmm. out. And also, we got merch, baby. Link in show notes. Get your Life is Abundant t-shirt. Get your Power Presence Pormth sticker. You want a little risky biscuit? You can have that too. That's what I got. That's my intro for today. I love it. What do you have for Let's us? See. <laughs> okay. Thank you. She said, I'm done. I'm turning Bye. it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> Autopilot. Thank you. No, Misty, I uh, I think this is news to most of our listeners, not to our Patreon friends because they heard about it on a deep dive. But in early January, I had to put Zoe down, put down my landlord, Zoe. I know. It was a really hard time and you have been such a dream helping me and giving me lots of comfort. So I just want to say thank you. But it was terrible. It was awful. It was terrible. And, you know, having done that with Wrigley less than a year ago, it just feels really tough. So tough. But 
I have a little from the bottom line, which as you remember, Sav called an old person's magazine <laughs> um, that my old parents sent to me as a gift. The bottom line um, personal. Yeah, thank you. The bottom line personal. It's a little note on how to write a heartfelt sympathy note. Yeah. And especially with the year that we've had and so much loss in our country, loss of jobs, loss of people, loss of pets, loss of just, you know, homes, foreclosures, things like that. It's been a lot um, of grief. A lot of it's grief. It's a lot yeah. of grief. So I just thought I would share this because it's one, two, three, four tips, four or five tips that are really helpful. Yeah, and it is so hard <sighs> writing a sympathy letter or a note of condolences, you know, is even as someone who's experienced, you know, personal devastating sudden loss, it's it's still hard to know what to say or what's appropriate or what the boundaries are, you know. And so I'm really glad yeah. you're sharing this because I think speaking for myself and I I imagine a lot of other people, sometimes the discomfort of not knowing what to say means that I won't say anything at all. That's right. right. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an interview with Florence Isaacs. She's past president of the American Society of Journalists and Authors and author of numerous books on writing, including the best-selling Just a Note to Say, colon, The Perfect Words for Every Occasion. She also uh, had a book called Business Notes, Writing Personal Notes that Build Professional Relationships. And her newest book is Do I Have to Wear Black to a Funeral? 112 Etiquette Guidelines for the New Rules of Death. And her website will be um, in show notes here. But here she says, how to write a heartfelt sympathy note. Writing a sympathy note has never been easy. It's a reminder of our own mortality and the possibility of loss. We also feel helpless in the face of someone else's grief. Yeah. It's fine to send an email. I think text is intrusive. When you first learn of a death, as in, we just heard the terrible news, you are in our hearts. Call is okay if you know the person well, but don't stop there. Whether you use a blank note card or a pre-printed condolence card, it's your personal handwritten message that gives meaningful comfort to the bereaved. People pull out sympathy notes to reread even 10 or 15 years after the death of a loved mm. one. Online condolences are unlikely to be saved. Yeah. Start with a simple message such as, please accept my sincere sympathy on the death of your parent slash spouse slash loved one. Mm. Then, and here come her tips. Share a memory or inspiration. Mm. If the bereaved is a relative or close friend, mention a memory you have of the deceased as in, he gave me such good advice. And share an anecdote or she always made me laugh, I'll miss that smile. Yeah. When writing to your boss or a client or customer, your handwritten message can simply read, I'm thinking of you at this very sad time. Another tip is keep it short. Unless you know the bereaved or knew the deceased well, Survivors appreciate just being in your thoughts and you don't want to accidentally say something inappropriate. Yep. Another tip, offer specific help. Do not write, please let me know if there's anything I can Mm-mm. do. It's putting the People mental People who are load. bereaved, mm-hmm. yeah, have enough on their plates in the weeks and months after the loss of a loved oh, one. Yeah. If you really wish to help, suggest something specific, such as grocery shopping, preparing a meal, or mowing the lawn. Yeah. And the last, she says, what not to say. It's so common to write, I'm sorry for your loss, but times have changed. These days, younger people may resent these words and feel, what are you sorry for? It's not your fault. Think twice before mentioning God or religion too, Mm -hmm. unless you're certain the recipient is a believer. Mm -hmm. Americans are less religious today than ever before and never say, I know how you feel. No. Survivors tend to believe their loss is singular. Mm. 
She says, do try to write promptly after hearing of the death. Remember too, that simplicity is key, especially in the saddest or most turbulent times. Mm. So those are four little tips. Can I add a tip? I wish you would. If you call somebody or reach out to them or you send them a handwritten sympathy note and they reply back, do not ask how the person died. Yeah. I got so many questions. I think people either think it's showing interest or they're just very morbidly interested. How did it happen? So maybe I can prevent it from myself. But it is highly re-traumatizing every time Mm -hmm. to ask someone not only to think about how this person died and the details, but to to have to describe it over and over. And by the way, not all death is simply summed up in, it was a car accident. It was a slip and fall. Sometimes there are horrific details that you don't know, especially when you get an autopsy report, you know, something like that. So like, don't, please, dear God, don't do that. If the person wants to talk about it with you, the bereaved, they will bring it up. So just having, having had to navigate that about 50 fucking times, you know, please Mm -hmm. don't do it. That's all really helpful. And I really, I really love her suggestion of a specific task. And I would take it even a step further and say like, hey, I would love to go grocery shopping for you this week. Let me know if Wednesday or Thursday works best. Because then it's not even a question of will you accept it? You know, it's like, hey, I'd like to send you dinner tonight. Let me know which restaurant you'd like it from. And sending food was the most helpful thing that I found. After yeah. the fact. So thank you so much for sharing that. I, I really love those tips. And I, I love that just the simple, like, you are in my thoughts and prayers during this difficult I think time. It, you're right. I think people feel worried. Yeah. And so they don't say anything, which just makes people feel very alone. Lonely. They wonder if people haven't heard. They have to tell. Like, it's yeah. just, it's a lot. Yeah. And the last thing I'll add is like the telling of an anecdote, the sharing of an anecdote. I, loved that after my dad died because there were moments that I didn't know about him and it felt like I was learning something new. There were moments that I forgot about him. And then also it just made his life seem so meaningful because he, he used to do this thing, an organization called the EAA, the Experimental Aircraft Association, because my dad was a pilot. And all of these Guys who love to fly and had little, you know, the Camrys of planes, like a little Cessna, a little Mm -hmm. Cessna Cardinal, Mm -hmm. would take kids up once a month for free so they could have their first flight ever at the airport. Mm -hmm. And it was called the Young Eagles Program. And my dad insisted that my sisters and I bring our friends so they could go and and fly for the first time. So many people after he died were like, I will never forget the first time I flew. And that was because of your dad. And this is all like 20 years later, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize you went to, you know, Young Eagles. I don't remember you being there. So yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that, Lisa. And uh, it was really, really wonderful to get to show up for you. Yeah, you were so, so kind and supportive and helpful. It was really nice. Thank you. And also to be witness to all of the people who love you and showed up for you too. 
and to be like texting with some of your closest friends and coordinating with them, it just, it really highlighted just how much you're loved. And it was wonderful to watch. So I definitely felt loved and supported. And it was, as you know, it was a little uncomfortable for me to sometimes to just, mm-hmm. to just receive without, you know, reciprocating. So yeah. that was, you know, even in their death, they give us an opportunity to learn something new, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And I love you. Anyway, sorry if this was a downer and a bummer. I but don't think I don't think it was. And on I think I think this article was a great choice, Lisa. I think it's really meeting the moment. And I think a lot of yeah. us are dealing with this and some form of this. And everybody, you're not alone. We're right here with you, you know? So with that, may your bravery with reaching out to say a kind word of sympathy be, be abundant. abundant. That was beautiful, Misty. I love that. I love you so much. I almost left the Zoom meeting just now. Bye. (laughs) Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky. Our theme song was written by the inimitable Matt Sav. Inimitable. There's nothing we love more than hearing from you. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're also at gohelpyourselfpodcast on Instagram and at ghypodcast on Twitter. And you can go old school and check out our website at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. It basically is a fancy PowerPoint slide. If you liked our podcast, (laughs) please subscribe, rate, and review because it helps other people find our show. You know who else needs to find it? Your friends. Tell all of your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.